This episode of Into the Boundary is powered by Soma Movements and Therapeutics, as well as Samp Fitness. If you enjoy our episodes, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Think Well Productions, for exclusive content. Into the Boundary is also available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Into the Boundary. We going into the boundary, into the boundary, going into the boundary, huh? We going into the boundary, into the boundary, going into the boundary, huh? We going into the boundary, into the boundary, going into the boundary, huh? They say you a half-seed, shut up and dribble. Finish your career, you stuck in the middle. Figured it out, then you stuck with the riddle. Broke your body down, got stuck in the spittle. Might have had pro dreams, if you made it to the top, might have make it to the lead, but you made it off the block. They were screaming your name, they were screaming your name. Lifetime dreams is to get in the game. Now you up in your dorm, trying to take and get playing. Got a lot on your plate, do it right for the fam, do it right for the fans. Got it right in your hands, everybody can't go. Falling out with your man, falling out with your man, they never understand what you going through. They never understand what you dream about, they never understand. And today, we're going into the boundary with a double-A state player of the year. Two-time first-team All-Catholic selection, two-time All-City selection, first-team All-State selection, two-time Catholic League champion, 2008 City champion, big 33-game record holder for total offense with 284 yards, 2000's All-Decade team selection, played his college football career at Penn State, Curtis Drake. What's good, bro? Long time no see, man. Thanks for having me. Man, thank you for coming through, man. We've been trying to get you on for a while. You was on our legend list. Um, my very first experience with you was, um, you, I believe you was a sophomore. I was playing down at Newman Garetti. Mm-hmm. And um, you basically led them to, led West Capitol to overtime victory. And that was our first experience of of you, man. What's your memories from that game back then? Um, so, yeah, like you said, that was my sophomore season. Um, I think that game was my second game starting, so I didn't start my freshman year. Um, that was my sophomore year, second game starting. I think who we played, Conwell, Egan, for my very first game that ever started, whatever, something like that, if I'm mistaken. But, um, yeah, that was my second game. Um, y'all was tough. I remember that. I remember y'all was real tough. Y'all had my man Mark. Y'all had a couple, y'all had a couple guys that I knew about, but Mark definitely was somebody that I, um, I knew off the field. So y'all had Mark, y'all had a bunch of um, rough, tough guys, hard hitters. Y'all had Pre-Andre at the time, right? Y'all had Pre-Andre at the time. Um, yeah, I was fresh in there. I don't know. I, I just was, I just was going with the, going with the motion. Um, y'all was, y'all was on it though. So I just remember. Um, I, it's, it's crazy. I don't want to talk real crazy to you because you was actually on that team. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's why you see me stuttering and all that. No. I don't want to talk too crazy to my man, but keep it a bean. Tell, tell the story. No, know? y'all was tough, and I just and I had to do do what I had to do. Um, it was only my second game started, so I really ain't know too much or uh, uh, really expect too much. I just knew that I wanted to come up with this victory, yeah. and y'all, I mean, one of the only other um, predominantly black. Academy schools in the city. Um, a bunch of guys knew about y'all. I mean, as far as relationships off the field, I mean, so it was it was bigger than just you know just that. It was it was it was it was a little rivalry going on. So um, I wanted to win, of course. Um, I I remember that year. Y'all was y'all was real tough. I think it was me, us, y'all, and um, Wood. 
that was the top three right. that year. So yeah, y'all was tough. And like I said, I just wanted to win. Now, if you want me to get into no, it was just your coming out party, man. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, yo, this is the closest I ever stayed with West Catholic my entire years. Any other time, it was a blowout. You know, we knew all about uh, Dennis Shaw. You know, um, I had him on season two. And he was saying, man, we was at halftime sitting here like, yo, these dudes about to beat us. And that's how we felt, like we was about to beat y'all. And then out of nowhere, third, fourth quarter, Curtis Drake, man. Play breakdown, scramble first down, keep the drive alive. Overtime. Just making plays, man, and that was just that was our experience with you, man. Okay, well, yeah, you are. So, what you want me to break down my my my, my head, my mentality <laughs> going into the job? Oh no, you're absolutely right. Um, I remember what I can remember from the guys. Remember being close. I remember talking crazy trash to y'all coming up to the line every time we came up to the line. All right, because you put me back in it. I'll be I'll be forgetting a little bit, but all right, now look. <laughs> coming up to the line, y'all was talking. Crazy trash. I remember going to um in the huddle every time before I called the play. I'm like, man, these ain't yeah. We on them like, yeah, they talking. Let's be right at them. This and that. So, um, going to the line. I'm talking trash to y'all line. I mean, you ain't ish. Yeah, we on. I mean, I'm talking trash before I even call the cadence. It was one of them type drones, y'all. Yeah. Y'all had this. Y'all had this going. Yeah. Um. Like you said, I remember it was close towards the end of the game. I think that the whole. John going into the overtime. Um, I remember a play. I think I threw a touchdown pass to Rodney. We had Rodney Blango at the time. Mm-hmm. I probably scrambled to the left or something like that. I think I was going run. I look up and he come. He going down the sideline. I threw a little John to him, and I believe that was the score that that took us. You mean that tied the game up? Y'all was beating us, actually. Yeah. That tied the game up. Um, winning the overtime. Tough game. Um, I forget the score. To tie it, because actually y'all was winning the overtime. Exactly. Okay, so y'all was winning the overtime. I forget who scored the tie it, but I know Coach Fluck, we come, we going, we go back into the huddle. Fluck like we going for two. He like we ain't kicking the field goal. He like I, I mean I just feel like we might not got enough. I think he felt like we ain't have enough. Mm. He was kind of gassing. Okay. So he like I don't know if we got enough to own um, to keep going in the overtime with these guys. So Fluck like man, listen, I'm gonna let you keep that joint. Yeah, we did a um who was my play? This is a shame. I forget my plays and all that, but we did like a they called it like a 68 QB keep something like that. Like a little quarterback power yeah, type John? Yeah. Mean, fake to fake the Rob or whoever. Um I believe Rob Rob or Dennis might have been in the backfield at the time, but I, I faked the power and kept me going to going around. I think um one of y'all linebackers. Somebody was coming, or one of, somebody, one of y'all good players was coming. It was a, it was somebody big too. Yeah. But they was coming. And I just remember seeing him, and I dove. I remember diving. I seen him. I'm like, oh, I got to hurry up and get to this, this line. So I dove, and um, when I rolled over, I seen the ref like, yeah, that joint was good. So I'm like, game time. That was my first time on newspaper. I think I got a little news article from that. That was my first little. Yeah, that was my first. That was coming coming up. That's some recognition over there. Yeah, and you just torched the rest of the torched the rest of the season, killing everybody the rest of the season, man. Um, now I think about it, you played with uh Brandon Terrence, you know, um, mm-hmm. long live B. Yeah. That was yeah. one of my closest friends when he transferred to Newman. You know, just you know, tell us your fondest memories of Brandon. Um, yeah, rest in peace to Brandon. Um, Brandon was a real good guy. He was a real genuine guy. Um, he was a baller, always a baller, but just. Off the field, not even to speak like on the field, just 
especially because he has passed away. Um, he was a good guy. I remember actually going to Brandon Crib. Times we might have had a little little um, game nights or something like that. We ain't never no sleepovers or nothing like that. But a couple of guys from the team might go to his crib and we might have a game night or something, play games and all that. Me, him, I want to say um, he had big um Earl. Earl, Earl, that shout out to man. Earl. That was his man. And Earl was my guy, so I remember me, Earl, I go over there, mess with, mess with me, whatever. But yeah, um, he was, he was just a genuine boy. Like, I, there's nothing bad you could say about him. It was just a tragedy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was that was my guy. We was like, we got super close, man. We always hung out. He was like my first. You always remember your first friend that had a will. And, and Brandon would come to South Philly, pick mm-hmm. us up, take us out Sharon Hill. We right. at the crib, moms and them. Grandmas and them was always good people, always want to feed us and hang out. And I, that was, like, my first experience. Like, my mom and my dad weren't big on sports. I just played. Okay. But, like, the way, see, the way Brandon family supported him at the games made me wonder, like, yo, mom, you got to come to my game wear my jersey's, like, okay. like being a oh, mom. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And you're right. They was at every game, jersey on and all that. You're right. They was very supportive. Um, yeah, like I said, it's, you actually going to – you going to make me remember if you mean some things that I don't really be – you remember, but that's that's crazy, yeah. No, nah, man, let's just let's just jump into your, your early life, man. Tell everybody where you from, where you grew up, and what your family dynamic was like growing up. All right, so um, I'm from Uptown. I'm from Uptown, but I'm from West Philly too. So I, I definitely claim Uptown, but that's where I was at. That's where my mom was. At. I played for Oakland Wildcats. Um, and I've been up there. I think we moved to Uptown when I was about seven. But I claim West Philly because West Philly always, you know, um, my dad, my grandma, Hobart Street, 59th and Master. That's where it was at. So I, I was born right there. So, you know, Uptown West Philly was my own, my stomping grounds. Um, with The way I got into football, actually, when I moved to Uptown around seven years old, my little sister was like one. So my mom and I was looking for her to get a, um, we need a babysitter for her. Just so happened, the lady that was babysitting her husband was my coach Tommy. This was my first first ever coach, sixty five, so what's the point, Wildcats? So um, I went to go take her. Seeing Coach Tommy, he seen me. I think I was running around or something. I was being wild, athletic. He was. He asked my stepfather, like, "Man, you don't play no, don't play ball or whatever." I'm like, "No, he's like, all right, I want to get him more into the team. Long story short, when I think he should come out and try out and stuff." So I did that, and it was all from there. Um, my first year ever playing, I was. Now, my first year ever playing, I was nice. I was cool. Now, I'm going to say my first couple months and some pads, though, trash. Yeah. Trash. I'm talking about getting smacked. You go boiling the ring, getting smacked. You know, you got to you gotta transition from street ball to blue street ball and all yeah. that. So, you actually playing organized football and, and these guys really hate me and stuff like that. So, I remember just having to make that transition, but I did it quick. Right? First couple months on. I started tight end. So that was my very first position. I had number 86. Started tight end for the 65s. Won the championship that year. And I played tight end. I probably had about three, four touchdowns from tight end rounds. Mm. That was my job. Um, from there, it was all from there. I probably started the rest of my life at Oakland after that year. But then I went to quarterback. So I was playing. I was from tight end to quarterback. Um, sometimes they put me at running back, depending on if somebody was hurt or something like that. But definitely quarterback. Um, yeah. What was it about quarterback? You know, obviously you went on to play that in high school, but like, what was so special about playing quarterback? You know, especially like now, you know, everybody want to call black quarterbacks dual threat and stuff like that. You know, what did it mean to you to be a quarterback? Um, 
first off, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get that credit to um my coach Ronnie Ronnie Turner. So he was the reason why I probably started playing quarterback. Um, but that position to me just give control. I need to control, especially when you feel as though um you you might be able to see some stuff that everybody else might not be able to see. Right. And you need that vision at quarterback, of course, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's just with the control that it gave me. Um, you get the ball in your hands every time, so you got to make a decision. Um, not so much little league, but high school, we doing option and stuff like that. So more decisions. You're going to hand it off, you're going to run it, what you're going to do. Um, so, yeah, that, that quarterback position just was, I think it was just for me, man. It was just for me. Right. Yeah, I can't believe it's for me. What made you go to West Catholic? All right, so the way that happened, right? Um, Stephen Pinkney, I had asked you about him earlier off, off air, but my man, my guy, Steve, is my right hand. Steve, he um played tight end. He was my tight end all my life from 65 and all that. So we used to, believe it or not, at nine years old, my coach used to have just me and him doing drills. I mean, this is outside of football practice. It might be an off season. He taking this every day. We going out for summers, just me and Steve. You feel what I'm saying? So we built that rapport. Then it just he became my guy, and we um was always around each other. So one day, Coach Alvi, Coach Alvi Crosby, he had shout out to Alvi, yeah, shout out to Alvi, man, because he did a he actually did a whole lot for Uptown Sports, Uptown Football. Um, well, from the for the guys that came from Uptown, he did a whole lot for us. Um, he had a laundromat. Right off of Ogans, right off of like 74th on Ogans or something like that. And Steve lived right there on Ogans. So Steve lived right across from the, the laundromat. So he knew Albie before I knew Albie. Albie was watching one of Steve highlight tapes and um, seeing me, of course, because I'm the quarterback. So Albie had asked Steve, like, hey, Steve, who, who your quarterback? Whatever. So Steve, I didn't know who I was. So Albie, um, let's see, you know, you know, I'm at West Catholic. We, we we looking for some guys um and we interested in y'all and let your quarterback know we interested in him so um y'all come holler at me this week or something like that so uh, Steve hit me up yeah coach at West Catholic want to um, want to holler at you or whatever come through so I went over there one night we go over to the laundromat now boom I got a really show out you know um it wasn't just that football me and platonic relationship actually you mean we built a, a real good rapport outside of football um we used to go to a laundromat. Play the games. We used to have Madden tournaments. We used to do all that. But we used to be at his laundromat every night. We'd be over there, mess with Albie or whatever, until we got to West Catholic. So leading up until that point, we used to just rock our Albie, go mess with him. He used to be, a, he used to be cool, real cool guy. Um, yeah. So I met Albie. Boom. He let me know he seen the, the seen the tapes and all that. He was interested in me at the time. I ain't know nothing about nothing about no high school football. Nothing. I just you know we playing a little league, we having fun. And I think I was only. On the 75s at the time that they that they came and, and seen us, so I probably still had about two years, a year or two to go before I even got to high school. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, I probably had like two years ago before I even got to high school. Um, long story short, I got flipped and a couple of other staff to come to to one of our games. I think I might have had like a pick, like two two long touchdowns that game. So I mean, I did my thing. Um, and they offered us. They offered us from that game. I remember talking to Fluck after that. He was telling me about Curtis Brinkley and who they got and how good um, John Maddox and how good they was doing and all that. And I was with it. Um, I was with it. My step-pop actually had went to Roman, so he kind of wanted me to go to Roman. But 
When I found out I wasn't no girls at Rome and I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody said the same thing yeah. when I get them up here. Yeah, so so Wes, Wes what it was. Like I said, he gave, gave us a little little discount on the on the um tuition and all that. So that's what that's what it was. Yeah, so when you when you finally got there, was it everything you expected in ninth grade? Oh no, no, no. So actually, um I ain't gonna say it was everything I expected. Um well on or off the field. I guess both. Go ahead and answer the question, man. Okay. okay. <laughs> um no, I'm gonna say it was everything I expected. It was it was it was it was cool. Um Who who were the best players when you got there in ninth grade? The best players when I got there in ninth grade was um of course Dennis Shaw. Dennis was the man. Dennis was Dennis was the man when we got there. Um, John Maddox, he was like the the they thought he was the the next you mean next great next great thing. He actually went to West West Virginia. But yeah, John had a John had a great career over there. But um, John was real big when we got there. Um, Anthony Rhodes. Anthony Rhodes. Anthony was real, real big name. We got the Isaiah, Isaiah, um, Edmonds. Edmonds, Isaiah. We had some guys. We had some guys my freshman year. Um, yeah, we had some. We had some guys. I'm probably forgetting a few people. You mean, but we had a bunch of bunch of dogs that year. And you ended up playing just freshman in JV. Yeah, I only played freshman in JV. I um, I started both. Freshman and JV, I think we we went undefeated for the first time. You know, Link was our coach, wasn't it? Our JV coach, Coach Um Pop, rest in peace, the Pop. He was our freshman coach. So yeah, we 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 went undefeated that freshman year. I mean, we went undefeated on the freshman team. And JV, I think we might have lost like one or two games. JV, but we actually did real good because we had a bunch of um freshmen playing on that JV team. So they knew we had they knew what was coming. They knew we had a talent coming up. Um, and Link, yes, Link was. RGB coach, he came from, he came, no, he now with Newman, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, he now with Newman. Him and Albie over there now. Yeah. Him and Albie? I'll be the head coach down there now. I did not know that. Man, we got to really get you up to date. Yeah, I ain't, yeah. Yeah, I know that. They just won the Catholic League and everything. Yeah. Oh, they lit. Yeah, they super lit. They got a running back, running back got, running, running back got hella offers. Last offer was like Oregon or something, I believe. Okay. Um, But, yeah, so they all down there. You gotta okay. go check them yeah, out. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna holler at them before I leave the city, for sure. Man, so just um going into sophomore year, I know we we jumped in the beginning. We was talking about the game versus Newman, mm-hmm. but like you was in a quarterback battle with Eric Brennan, right? Yeah. Yep. Let's talk about talk about that season and what you think gave you the nod over him. Okay, that's why when when you asked me that was everything um what I expected when I got there. That's kind of why I was kind of a little shaky, but. Yeah, so now I got a, a sophomore. I'm a freshman. Mm-hmm. I got a guy that's one year ahead of me. Um, that's six five. You know what I'm saying? That his freshman year took him to the championship, which they they lost to um to Wood, but he's still he a freshman. Took him to the championship. Um, and like I said, he's six five, so you can't you can't coach height height mm-hmm. size. Um. So I was almost I almost left almost left West. Going to my sophomore year, once I started thinking, and especially after the, the how good of a year we had with the freshman team and all that, yeah. I'm like, man, listen, I can't be sitting behind nobody 
until my senior year, because that's what it's going to be. I can't start until he leaves. Um, so I was about to leave. I was about to go to, like, Germantown Academy or somewhere. And um, Coach Byrne, I think Coach Byrne had a lot to do with me not leaving, because he was the only one that really knew how I felt about the whole thing, like, which I had. It was definitely nothing towards Eric. But as me looking at it for the best um, and, and the best interest, I mean, looking out for me, it was just like, I can't stay here if I'm going to have to wait behind him. Yeah, I don't have enough, you know, enough film, enough enough to do nothing with that. So um, I just remember at practice, bro, I just remember I, I, I was on the type of time where I'm like, I don't want to talk, especially the coaches. I don't want to talk. I'm about to show y'all what's up. And I really remember us having, um, you know, you doing drills and, and stuff like that, and I'm going crazy. Talk about going crazy. I'm completing everything, but that was my mindset. I'm about to complete everything. I'm about to run and trash y'all all practice because y'all ain't going, you know what I'm saying? So I did that, and they seen it. They seen it because Bernie used to always tell me, like, just chill, just chill, just chill. Um, second game of this season, first game of the season, was it the first game? Which game are you talking about? The game that I had came in for Eric. I want to say that might have been the second game of the season. Woody, Woody was stinking it up. Um, I think he might have. We we lost to Kennedy Kendrick or somebody. So whoever this was, we lost to somebody that we was not supposed to lose to. Um, I think he had like two interceptions. So the coach had, I mean, Fluck had put me in fourth quarter. He like, you know, let, let, let's see what you got. Um, I think I took us down to drive and score. And then I think I was about to, I was taking us down on another drive um, to to win the game. And somebody may have uh, fumbled or, or something had happened. It was just something to, to those lines. And um, we ended up losing by a touchdown. From there, the next, yeah, the next game, coach was like, we're going, I mean, we're going to try you out. We're going to see how this goes. Um, I started that next game, and y'all was the second game that I ever started. So I want to say y'all was probably like the third, third game of the season. Yeah, my, my question is, you know, um, I've been on teams as a lineman, you know, and like half the team is with one quarterback and half the team is with another quarterback. Did y'all go through any of that? Or like everybody would just prove Curtis Drake, give me the reins, let him take over? Oh, no, we ain't go through none of that. Now, if anybody had anything to say um, behind the scenes, then you mean I don't really know too much about that, but as far as um out in the open people like disapprove of it or anything, no, we ain't had none of that. Um because they know they knew they knew I could play. Right. They they knew what time it was, so we ain't had that. We ain't had that at all. And then me and Eric, that was my dog. So people don't even know, like, even after the whole quarterback change and all that, I spent the night with E Crib plenty of times. I chill with E. Me and E never like never had nothing. Right. Like, that's crazy to me. Like we never had no type of static or nothing. Like he always was my dog. Um so yeah, it was it was actually a cool little transition. I, I really commend him. Cause he's he, he took it like a man. Mm. You know what I mean? He, he took it. He said this with this. He didn't quit, he didn't do none of that. He took it. Yeah. So how did the rest of that season go? You saw him when you're record wise championships. Oh, um, yeah, undefeated. So we, we won every every game. I ain't lose the game my sophomore year. We, we won every game, and we played Wood. Now, Wood had beat us prior to that, I think, four championships straight or something like that. So, you know, that was our first time um, 
You mean getting over that hump? So I beat Wood. But we beat Wood sophomore year. Me, Rob, Meeps, um, D. Shaw, and everybody else. Um, I'm just speaking of my offensive guys. I know we we put in work that game to beat Wood. Um, and what and what was it like to finally get over that hump? Because we never really beat Wood either. Right. We played close on with a couple times. Tell you the truth. Tell you the truth. Um, it wasn't never no hump for us. Mm. For us, it wasn't no hump. Guys that came in with me, our class, it wasn't never no hump because we never lost to them. You okay. think what I'm saying? We never lost the word. So it was like, it was, we didn't look at it like that. And I think that gave us kind of a little edge in that championship game. Because you got some guys in here that can ball for one. But for two, we ain't never losing these guys. Right. So we ain't look at them no type. I never looked at word like they was, they got to look at us like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, I think um, they didn't expect that. They didn't expect that. No, so... Let's get get through high school, man. How did junior season go? Um, junior year we ran. I'm gonna tell you, every year we rode, man. We rode every single year. You know what I'm saying? But junior year, um, you know what's crazy? I remember coming into junior year and they wasn't convinced on us. They wasn't so even after we beat Will. You mean they had us Ted and Ted, my man, Ted and them over there. Ted Larry, they had his own still behind Wood. They had a second to Wood. Um. So we had to prove ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We had to prove ourselves. We beat Wood on um, the regular season that year in the championship. Again. Again. <laughs> Again. Um, undefeated. Yeah. No, we didn't go undefeated my junior year, though. I want to say we lost one game, and that may have been to LaSalle in the beginning of the year, maybe the first game of the season. I think we lost. No, because we played Roman all the time in the first. So I think we lost to LaSalle sometime in that, um, that year. But, you know, LaSalle wasn't in our – in our joint, so yeah, on our side of the division. Yeah, yeah, so I don't think that counted, but we lost to LaSalle, I think. I think we got Deem in the building. <laughs> I think we got Deem in the building. My God. Deem had a highlight. It's not really a highlight, it's just a hustle play. But he was looming. Y'all was playing y'all was playing them down uh at Wilder at your home field. And um Deem he broke for like a 70 yard run. And Dean took an angle and courted you like, and I just want to know how, how your athletic ass get courted by big ass Dean 70 yards down the field. Yeah, what year was that? What was that shit? Junior? Junior? I was a junior there? Yeah, you in the same year. You in the same year. Who is that? 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 Yo, Dean, first of all, he barely tackled you. He more, more so tripped you up. But he, got, but he got there. He got there. I ain't going to behold you. Honestly, I don't remember. But I wasn't put it past him. Was we got, at we the got, end of the day, he's still a dog. He was got, a dog. We got to find a highlight. Yeah, yeah, with a highlight. yeah, I need to see that, though. I really don't remember that. I, I don't yeah, remember that. Y'all probably killed him. It, it probably, it's probably irrelevant to the score. I was the only one that was tagged. Yeah, I'm going crazy. Tagged when they couldn't, we couldn't stop him. Why? <laughs> <laughs> couldn't tag nobody. Like. Damn, damn, you got that on me? <laughs> you got that on you, bro? Man, I got to see that, man. I ain't even... I'm, I'm I might got that tape. I might got the tape, bro. I might got the tape. I'm going to check. I'm going to let you know. If I find the tape, I'm going to screen record it and send it to you. Yeah, no, for real. For real. I need to see that. You
That's the only that's you know it's it's, it's the the t- basically predominantly black yeah. players on on in these Catholic schools, and we that's what's up. Yeah, we had the yeah. Hood. We was hood. even though we yeah. had the schools, it was the real real guys, regular guys. <laughs> now, um, let's get to your senior year, man. This is this is the crazy year. Yeah, um, going into my senior year, we got all the family was down. Everybody eyes was open going into senior year, so we was ready. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Um, Going in the senior year, I remember telling, I, I talk about this all the time, so I remember pulling Rob and Mapes to the side. I don't know if it was before the first game or what, but it, I know the season ain't started yet. But I told Rob and Mapes, I said, listen, because you know, going into my senior year, I was already committed to Penn State. I had committed to Penn State mm-hmm. my junior year. I told Rob and Mapes, I said, listen, every time I touch the rock, because I already knew what time they was doing. So I said, every time I touch the rock, I'm scoring, I'm trying to score it. So I said, I don't know what y'all going to do. When I touch that joint, I'm trying to score, so. No, right. Weird flex. They'll tell you this. I pull them to the side. So every time I touch the rock, I'm trying to score, so. Yeah. So they're like, all right. It seemed like they mindset too, no, bro. What, no, that's what it was. So they like, all right. So that's what it was, bro. I can't even see the senior. We was, it was. We was, was too machine. ready. I was a machine. We was, was too machine ready. But at that point, yeah, yeah. We I was like, supposed to come over there, my senior year too. Was. I was supposed to come over. Well, I remember you was talking about coming over. Man, we, I was supposed to get a chip with y'all. That would have been, yeah, been the KD chip. It wouldn't have counted, yeah, bro. Counted. I would have been all that. I would have been like a nut, though. Hey, so we no, no, we need the truth. We probably, we probably would have won that state with that. Um, this one should help. Not, not to mention, yeah, that's a that's a that's a different bigger. It, it finally was bigger than just the Catholic League. You got the state playoff run. Yeah, we yeah, was, was the, we first, was the um, first. So yeah, so people know we was the first. That was the first year that we was even able to um that the Catholic League, Philadelphia Catholic League, was ever able to even be eligible. So um, to participate in you know state the state playoffs and stuff like that. So yeah, we held it down, man. We was that was that was another motivation for us. We like, man, we're the first ones to be able to do it. And then I remember um, Terrell Pryor, because remember, we was all watching Terrell Pryor. Mm-hmm. And Terrell Pryor and them won it my junior year. But we used to always feel like if we could have went to, we was going to get on work, because that year we had Pre-Andre, that's my, my junior year, his senior year. I really feel like we had to beat Jan- um, Jeanette in that state championship. But it was crazy, because now my senior year, when we played, um, we played Dunbar. I think that was who Jeanette had beat. Terrell Pryor and them had beat in the championship. But they um, but they joined something like that. Yeah. But I remember playing them in the state playoffs. And they all they fans. That was the first time that I ever signed autographs. All they fans at the end of the game came over. I'm talking about a hundred something fans came over to our side and stood in line. And I, I signed everybody autograph, and they just was telling me like, Terrell Pryor, man. Like, He's fast, but but you, you're different. Like, you're quick. You're fast. Like, like they was comparing me. They kept comparing me. I'm like, like I'm like, shocked yeah. to hear the story, bro. A high school yeah, dude. Crazy. No, this respect. That was my first time signing a word. Bro, man. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Dunmore. That's the name. Kenny Dunmore. The 
States at Northeast after we beat them and go stand with me. They took buses. They come down here. coming from the comes to the family though. Everybody, bro. They got off the bus and came and um instead of uh, I gave hello or the grass out. No, I feel like I'm, I'm going past a lot of things. Um, let's talk about Pre-Andre going over there. Okay. Pre was at Newman. Pre probably one of the greatest high school football players I ever played with. Tight end, linebacker. You know, when he went over there, talk about what that did for y'all team. Oh, that was big. That was big. We got Pre-Andre my junior year. That was huge. I'm talking about because remember when we played y'all sophomore, my sophomore year, um, when I played against y'all at Newman, y'all had Pre-Andre. And he was a dog. He was a dog. So we already knew who he was. So when our coach went on, when Link, I think it might have been Link who told us he was coming, like, fucking Link and them, they were like, yeah, we got Brianna. We were like, what? We were like, this is over. Because we had Keys. We had Keys. We had Priandre. Um, We had, we still had, I think Mates was playing linebacker that year, too. Like, so when they was just, but pre, he came in and changed it, bro. He turned, he turned it all the way up for us, like, Playing middle linebacker, I'm talking about shutting everything down. Playing tight end, we going crazy. That was my dog. Yeah, pre, we needed pre. I ain't gonna hold you. Know, he was six four, two thirty. And when we played him, he was bigger than our offensive lineman. Pre yeah. was a dog. Pre was just as big as me playing linebacker. I was trying. I was telling. Cold, bro. I was telling them. I was telling them earlier how um, when I was getting recruited to Penn State. They was asking me about pre. Yeah. Like when I would go up to Penn State and go um to the games, you know, they gave me like the free tickets, they give you tickets and all that to go to the games. When I would go up there and sit with the coaches, they would always ask me about pre. What's up with Priyanji? Like the tight end, like this is great. That's all they had. They wanted even, they wanted even for linebacker. Yeah. They wanted even for linebacker. He had like probably like twenty schools looking at him. Yep. Yeah. I hit NC State was asking me about pre. Wow. Bro, pre a legend, bro. Yeah, legend. Pre a legend, bro. He was a dog, bro. No, that's that's part of the reason why I we don't look against anybody, though. Like when it comes to tackling, yeah, any running back coming through with a whole pre is cleaning that. Great bro. Game. It was yeah, over with. Yeah, it was over with. We knew that one was so down with pre in that game. That was like my last straw because that was like my only experience of West Ham our players, <laughs> even though that was the rumors. Of the Newman West Campus yeah, thing, and that, you've seen it for yourself. That was my first experience. Like, yo, they just stole pre. <laughs> we were sad, bro. We were sad. Oh, that was a bad job. PJ, was, man, why you do it to us? He <laughs> was talking. It'll be when we play. <laughs> Basketball. Just talk a little bit about you know playing basketball at West Catholic. Just to make sure we touch on that part. Oh, the basketball thing was cool. You know, I ain't really um, I never really took basketball too serious. Um, once I got to high school, before high school, I used to I used to take basketball real serious. We I used to play for um, West Oakland. I used to play for the hood. Um, so we used to all tournaments. We used to run through everybody as young as. Once I got to high school, though, you know. It was more so the football. Um, I tried the basketball. I started as a freshman. Um, I started varsity as a freshman. I me and the coach ain't really get along. Okay. So me and Lud, we ain't really get along. That was that was the reason for me um, hopping around, go from from varsity to freshman to JV. I played I played 
every level on my freshman year. But that mainly was because I didn't mess with Lud. Um, I don't even know if I finished my whole freshman year. I might have quit on. I ain't played sophomore year. Like, what would be y'all? What would be the beef? So the beef was because of who I was on the football field. He wanted me to be that the leader on the basketball court, but it was a whole different dynamic. And not only that, I ain't really mess with him like that. No, you know, it just be like that. You know, people, some people don't rub you the right way. So, because at the end of the day, Fluck was a Fluck was a screamer, and Fluck did it. Just it probably just I just ain't mess with him like that. It's just whatever, whatever he had going on, I, I ain't. Ain't mess with me, so yeah, I ain't really like him to tell you the truth. Um, Fluck used to, Fluck was the only reason because Fluck actually had his hands in our basketball program yeah. and all that stuff. Fluck was the only reason I even stayed around as long as I did. He used to try to mediate and all that, but yeah, you know, for real. <laughs> but I, yeah, I ain't like boy like that. So I, I, I ain't played my sophomore year. He actually was you mean talking to Fluck, man, telling him to come out, Junior, you mean telling him to play and all that. Came back junior year, and I played. I, I um. I heard you was tough. You was tough. He's actually like, yeah, yeah, well, tough. I, I, there's Newman. I remember more. I remember getting a little. John came off deep off the um. Somebody shot a three. Came off deep. Me and Maul Wilson. Y'all know Maul. He jumped crazy. Me and Maul go for the ball. He slipped though on some water or something. He slipped when we both going for the ball. So I get it. I take about two two dribbles. I'm so nervous because I know he jumped so high. I take off early. I take off, I take like two dribbles from half court. And I probably take off a little bit um in the paint or whatever. I take off. But I knew I had to dunk because I'm like, if I go to lay it up, he gonna block me, y'all. I'm just thinking he behind me the whole time. And I went up and I dunked. I remember everybody going crazy. I got my, my man from the football team to stand so he don't even play ball. <laughs> this ain't even his sport. He's 17. Yeah, it was a good job. It was cool. Um, let's talk about your recruitment. I know you mentioned that you you com- you was already committed to Penn State before your senior year, but just talk about some of the other schools you had interested, other offers you had, who you was considering. Okay. Um, I was getting I was getting a whole bunch of mail. I was getting mail from everybody. Which which a lot of the top athletes could contest to. We we were getting a whole bunch of mail from guys. Um, and a whole bunch of visits from coaches and stuff like that and recruiters, but. I would say my main, the main was um, definitely Georgia Tech. Because I was in Penn State, Georgia Tech was where I was, like, that was where I was going to go right before. Um, if, it was, if it wasn't Penn State, I think it was going to be Georgia Tech. Um, and, and, but why, though? Because of their system. Um, they wanted me to play quarterback over there. And at the time... Their system was one of them options. Even the triple option, triple option type of triple option type of So that kind of um was enticing to me a little bit. So that's what that was the reason why I even considered them. Um, but then then you know then a couple of Michigan State was heavy on me. Um, Northwestern. So I guess it was a, it was a lot of Big Ten schools that were showing me love. But Penn State. The reason I went to Penn State though. Um, for one, I would say 
my opportunity to play. So I knew that they had, for one, they was they was third in the nation um, the year before I had went or whatever. So they was they was positive. That was for one. But then they had three wideouts that was about to go to the league. Um, that was um, Deion Butler, Derek Williams, and Jordan Norwood, which they all went to the league. So they had they had them three, and they was going crazy. I remember just keeping up with them, and they going crazy. And I was in a little bond, right? So I already knew in my mind, I ain't tell nobody until, because um, I ain't tell Joe Pye until the first day I actually stepped foot on the State campus. But I already knew that I ain't necessarily want to play quarterback no more, which I feel like probably was, um, I ain't going to say a mistake because everything happened for a reason. But as far as my football career, go, probably would be my biggest mistake. And I probably wouldn't have broke my leg if it wasn't, if I was playing quarterback. I'll tell you why. But, um, yeah, I didn't really want to play quarterback. Going towards the my, end of my senior year, I was tired of playing quarterback just because, like, I just, I just felt as though I wanted to do more. It's like, all right, college time. I want to kick return. I want to punt return. I want to I wanted to do everything. I didn't want to play quarterback no more because I, I wasn't able to do nothing. But it's quarterback, crazy. they didn't want me to do nothing. Right. It's quarterback. crazy, bro. It's real tough. So right. I didn't want to play quarterback. You're, talk, you're talking about knowledge, bro. You, talk, you know, we talk about stuff like this, about too many touches, you know, he was the safe guy. He ain't want to be safe. He wanted to get like the reins off. Yep, I wanted to, yeah, so I didn't want to play quarterback no more, right? So um, I remember talking to McQuarrie a couple times before I even, before I even committed. And McQuarrie was just telling me, like, all right, well, if you want to, you know, you can play quarterback, but uh, I want you at wide out with me. And these guys go to the league, and I ain't got nobody. Man, you come and play right now. That was that was that was it right there. And then when I went to the first time I ever went to one of these games, you know they had the biggest stadium in the world, mm. literally bigger than any NFL stadium, college joint. So it was just a whole different experience for me. So I was so it was over with. I already knew I was going there. Um, and then coming from Philly too, I always wanted to go to like a big big school. Cause like I went to West Camp, we got six hundred people in that joint. Right. I'm trying to go somewhere big. I used to always see on TV. You know, we, we used to watch on TV the um. What's the little the high school joint that used to come on? They used to be all in the, in the nice neighborhoods and they joints used to be like college already. So I always felt like I, we missed that. So I'm like, man, I'm going to a big college when I go to college. I'm going somewhere. And, and I mean, no disrespect, but I'm like, oh, I like that big white, all these white people out this joint and it's big and it's different. It was just a whole different scenery for me. So, um, yeah, but, um, when I first got the, when I first stepped foot on Penn State campus, first stepped foot, we had a team meeting. This when everybody, all the freshmen, I mean, it's the first time everybody together in this room with each other. Um, and after that meeting, Joe pulled me, myself, to the side. He pulled me, yo, come here, come here, holler at you, I'm upset. He said, you mean right hand up? He said, you want to play quarterback or wide receiver? I said, you want me to tell you the truth? He said, of course I want you to tell you the truth, because I don't want you to lie to me. So I'm like, um, I'm like, I want to play wild out, man. I'm like, I want to play wild out. He's like, all right. That's crazy. That was he said, all right. I'm gonna get the wild outs then. Mm. And it was straight like that. Um, I actually, I I did a couple drills with the quarterbacks. Um, before, like even when I was with the wild, they would throw me over it. Like mm-hmm. me, Drake, come here, go with the quarterbacks. <laughs> so I did drills and stuff with the quarterbacks and all that. So that's why they knew when it was time to do on um, wildcat and all that. Cause you know I got it. Passing touchdown in college yeah. to my boy Andrew Cordes, whatever Michigan State game. So I got, um, I mean, quarterback 
quarterback and stats, I guess you would call it, and stuff like that. But I just wanted to do the wild out thing. Now looking looking back on it now, I would I would have did the same thing in college at Penn State that I was doing at West Campus when I would play quarterback. Joe probably used to tell me all the time before I broke my leg. So after my freshman year, you know, we going way too fast. Let me let me. Good. Let's, my fault. I don't want to gloss over the fact that I don't know too many people that played in the Big Thirty Three. Okay. So I want you to talk about that experience, and then we can jump right back into this mm-hmm. Penn State college career. Um, the Big Thirty Three that was that was a great experience because that was the first time that I I played against that level of competition. And Rob will tell you this too, like. It wasn't high school no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we got this. It was college. What? <laughs> what? That thing was college. I'm talking about everybody was playing against, we played against Ohio. They was all going up. They whole line was going to Ohio State. Wow. They was dogs. Everybody his size, bro. Everybody looking like them. Bro. Everybody looked like them. Everybody looking like them. Um, so, but at the same time, you going on your side, you, you've got some athletes too, and he's going going to Pitt, and they going to um, Connecticut, and they going to Michigan, and so we had some guys too. Um, and I had Rob, of course, so I had my running back. Um, but we was the stars of that drum. I mean, we got there practice. Um, Coach Fluck actually was one of the coaches for that game. Fluck was Fluck was actually one of the coaches for that big thirty-three game. So how do you flow? You you bang with Fluck? That's your guy. Um, Fluck is my guy. Um. And it's not going to football field. So once again, because on the field, people will tell you, I didn't curse Fluck out. I mean, go, go right at it with Fluck. But off the field, Fluck did anything for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He did anything for us. So I definitely say he do anything for us. That's why he's my guy. Now, on the field, um, we had our little differences, but it wasn't too bad because, I mean, we was winning. We was doing what we had to do. Um, yeah, I put up like 5,000 yards in one yeah. season between yeah. the three of y'all. That's crazy. Yeah, so Fluck was, no, Fluck was, Fluck was my guy. Fluck was cool. No, let's finish talking about the big thing right, so, yeah, the game, so, man. So, um, that was the first time we seen that type of competition. It was, it was, we, we got out there, you know, it was, um, it was more so like a charity thing too. So okay. leading up to the game, it's a lot of charity you're doing with, um, they call it a buddy. With your buddy, you you with him throughout the week, and y'all doing little activities and stuff like that. You actually staying with a host family mm. and stuff like that. So it was just, it was it was real different. It was a different experience. Like it was crazy. I'm staying with these different these folks in their house, and I'm sleeping in their It's weird. I'm like, I, 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 <laughs> I kind of really want to do it. I'm like, I'm here for a week doing this. Like this is crazy. Like, but um, it was a good experience. And then once the game started, like I said, it wasn't high school anymore. We was in college. That thing was moving fast, and it, it, it kind of forced me to move faster than what I ever thought I can I could do. So okay. it, it forced me to play to that that level. You know what I'm saying? They forced me to play that level because if I didn't, they was going to be smashing. Hmm. So I had to get out of the way. Don't win that game. No. Nope. So we lost that game um, by a touchdown. Okay. By six. I think we lost that game by six. And we had a, uh, I mean, I threw like a, a last second bomb um, with my man Malik, Malik Jenneret. I think that was, man, that was my guy. He actually um, went to Connecticut. I think he played for, he went to, he had um, signed with Connecticut or whatever. Um, he was like six five. I think I remember throwing like, last play was like a bomb to him. 
he had dropped it, and then Rob actually had a chance to get it in the end zone, and Rob like that dove for it. He couldn't get to it, um, and we lost. But it was crazy. That game was popping. That game was popping. No, I just want to ask you, just because you played quarterback, man, when you was being recruited and stuff, did everybody recruit you as a quarterback, or was it recruited as an athlete? Did people like question? Did anybody really ever question your arm? You know, from the colleges. Um. No, I don't think they never questioned it. They just um more so was asking me basically like what you want what I wanted to play kinda. But it was um I would say athlete. I would say I was looked at more of an athlete going into um college than a, a straight quarterback. But once again, that had to do with the time we was in. Cause if it was now you know what they'd be saying. They'd be like, yo, this this guy right here is is. But y'all know, y'all know. It was it was more so the times. Um, because like I said, I know personally, if I would have played quarterback at Penn State, I would have did the same exact thing that I was doing in high school. It was sweet, you know what I'm saying? Even times I did play Wildcat and all that. Y'all say I got PNC player of the game, and I played mainly Wildcat against Ohio State. I got PNC player of the game at Ohio State. We went into the until they joined me and beat them. So they, yeah, I could have did that. Though. That was that wasn't about nothing. All right, talk talk about you know being a true freshman and playing and actually being in a suit up and travel and you know being there. That was crazy. Um, I had to, I, I actually ain't never um get on the plane until I got to college. So mm. that was one that was one funny thing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a freshman. I'm suiting up. I'm able to play. They know I ain't never getting on a plane. Like my teammates, they know I ain't never getting on a plane. So I remember our first time getting on a the plane. They acting, they making all these jokes. We gonna crash. I'm like, y'all gonna crash with me. We all going down. So it's cool. But yeah, I, I was um, It was just good, man, because you know everybody don't get a chance to play as a true freshman. Right. Um. So a, a bunch of guys got registered. I think it was only probably about three, three, four of us that actually played as true freshmen. Um. So everybody else got registered and um. You know, playing playing as a true freshman just um it had a little bit of I think it had a little bit of pressure to tell you the truth. More mm-hmm. because you gotta, you know, you get that red shirt chill, you got time to relax and time to chill and and, and 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 transition a little bit, but I ain't really had that time. Um but I don't think I really needed it at the same time. Once I got out there it was go time. We was right I remember being at practice and, and balling. And that's really what it was. Me being at practice and balling was the reason why I was even playing in the games. Right. And that's how that college thing worked. Like you had to show and prove in practice before they was even more sit up in the game. So I was just I was balling in practice. Um as a true freshman, I'm going one on one drills, going up against juniors and seniors, giving them work, you know what I'm saying? We doing scrimmages and all that. I'm breaking long runs. So they like, Well this freshman like this boy is coming to this joint really balling like so um, I got the nod. I got the nod over Chaz. They had Chaz Powell playing playing in my position at the time, um, and that was actually my guy. Chaz is a good, <laughs> Chaz is my guy, but you know, listen, college really is really listen. It is what it is. It's competition. So yeah, I, I took I took his spot. Um, I think Chaz ended up going to defense. He played corner, which he was a, he actually got a shot in the league to play on safety and and, and corner and stuff. So. It wasn't a bad thing for him, but yeah, took over. So, did you have a hard time transitioning at receiver? 
you know, you know, I don't know how how much receiver reps you had prior to that. No, I ain't never played receiver until I got to college. Um, you had to learn stance and all that. I had to, I had to learn all that. I had to learn all that's that. Crazy. And, um, it's crazy, bro. I poured on fast, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I poured on that receiver thing fast. Um, it's it's really hard to talk about because I wasn't able to really showcase it because we we'll probably talk about yeah. what happened to me and all that, but. My teammates, if you were able to talk to anybody that played at Penn State, they'll, they'll tell you like, yeah, I was, I was right. I was the, I was the one to the league at wide receiver. It's funny because cool. we used to try to, I, you know, I'm at Temple. I'm a freshman too. I'm trying to keep, keeping up with everybody. He's like, yeah, Drake over there playing receiver, doing work. Like, so I'm like, I'm like, damn, this was, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, you wake up from here, you walling out in like, training camp and all that. Yeah, no, I was, I, I was doing my thing. I ain't going You ran like you. a 4-3, though, right? Yeah, what? So, I so, came in, ran like a 4-3-8 when we did our little job. It was like, yeah, he, 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 could, he could fly. Yeah, he could fly. <laughs> he could fly. That's all, that's all it is. He could fly. Yeah. Throw him the ball. He could fly, guys. No, talk about your sophomore year. Um, um so, in college, right? Yes. So after my freshman year, um, we had a good year. I did my thing, you know, played in the bowl game and all that. Um, going into my sophomore year, to tell you the truth, Joe used to tell me, man, and Joe, my guy, that was my guy. Joe used to tell me that every time he seen me, he would stop me. He'd be like, hey, hey Curtis, like, we ain't calling me Drake. We call me Curtis. Hey, Curtis, keep your, keep your head on, like, this year's season, this your time, like, all that, whatever is in your hands. Wildcat, we doing everything, so... That sophomore year, I was just getting, I was, I was feeling myself because it was like, this is my first time getting a full year of D1 weightlifting. I'm, I'm eating right. I'm on a meal plan, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, bro. I went in there at 163. My freshman year, I was 182. And that was the most I ever weighed. Yeah, freshman 20. <laughs> I'm 182. Bad, strong. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like I was, I was, I was in it. I knew what time it was. I was only telling myself, like, yo, bro, when I get on the field this year, they about to see some y'all going off because I felt it. Like I'm telling y'all, I was going to practice. I broke my leg my fifth, fifth practice um in training camp. So fifth practice before you I mean you know camp before the season. Fifth day of camp. I'm um, going into the season was when I broke my leg. But up until then. I was going crazy. I'm talking about going crazy because, I mean, one-on-ones, I'm doing bad. Doing bad. I felt it, though. I'm strong. I'm fast. I felt it um, that summer. So, I'm a, you want to put this, me breaking my leg in there since yeah, we already going to my sophomore yeah, year? Yeah, go to it. All right. So, me, my freshman year, after my freshman year, um, you know, off-season, we chilling. You know, we doing our workouts and stuff like that. But y'all know we... Guys want to play basketball. Y'all want to do all the extra, especially basketball. Everybody, you play football, so everybody want to show that they can play ball. Everybody yeah. want to do all that stuff. We used to do that a lot. And we used to go to the outside courts. So we always be on the outside courts playing um, playing, playing basketball, dunking, everybody dunking, doing this and that. And I remember um, one day specifically, my league, we was dunking, kept dunking. And I remember after like my last dunk, I got out my leg was hurting a little bit and I thought it was shin splints. Um but I looked down like when I felt it, it was like a little lump. Mm-hmm. So it was like a little lump in my in my tibia or my shin there or whatever. So I'm like, ah, I'm like, my joint hurt. So we got we got um 
runs and stuff the next morning. So when I wake up, my joint was sore, real sore. And there's still that little lump right there. So I go see the, uh, the trainer or whatever before runs. And he like, let me look at it. So he did the x-ray. So once he did that, he put it in the x-ray machine. Tom, I got an x-ray joint in the facility? Yeah. State of the art. <laughs> that's what yeah, the point that he played that Penn State. My fault. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they had to send you for no MRI. That joint yeah. in house. That joint in house. Right there. Yeah. Shit, that's crazy. Yeah, like right off the train. Put my leg up on there. He seen that I had a fracture. A stress fracture. Okay. So the stress fracture came from basically though me playing. All my life. Like I said, I played football and basketball and ran track all my life up until I mean high school once I really started focusing on football. But so it came from just the wear and tear of me always doing being active all right. my life. Um and it's just that the reason I said kind of I feel as though if I would have played quarterback, I wouldn't have broke my leg, is because I wasn't used to running, stopping, just playing and just cutting. The receiver, the stuff you had to do as a receiver, every practice, all day, every day. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So I wasn't used to that. I'm, you know, I was chilling. I'm used to backpedaling. I do my little runs here and there, but for the most part, I'm, I ain't doing too much. So I think that really took a toll on, on on my leg. So like I said, us doing all that dunking and stuff was the last straw. Um, got a stress fracture on my tibia, and yeah, and it was downhill from there. Even though I came back and was able to play and stuff, it never healed. Um, so I, I was out my sophomore year. Came back for spring ball. So they finally cleared me for spring ball about six, seven months later. First day of practice, break it again. But now I got a ride in. So mind you, I never broke, I never got hit to break my leg. My leg broke just from wearing tears. So how y'all see, like we seen the basketball players and stuff. That's exactly that's exactly how my joint broke. Running, fly, went to go plant, to go up on the corner, break. That's the first time. So I come, I come back. Once I come back, I got a ride in my leg now, which I still got. So I got the ride for my, my knee to my ankle. Um, but I'm playing with a soft cast on. First day of practice, same thing. Fly. I went to go up on the corner, playing it, broke again. With the rod in it. This time, because the rod was in it, it broke to the rod. The first time it broke all the way through. This time it only broke to the rod. Feel me? So. Now they like, so once that happened, I kind of now, now I'm, I'm like, I'm joking right now, G. I'm telling myself, I ain't really telling nobody else, but I'm like, I'm like, never be good. I mean, be good again. And I always had that thought in my head, like, I always, it was always in the back of my mind, like, I'm joking right now, never listening. But I'm still like, all right, let me listen to them, let's, let's do what we're going to do, let's, they give me supplements, because once I broke my leg, they found out I was calcium and iron deficient. Okay. So you know, so I'm like, but they like I was calcium my iron deficient, so they started giving me calcium pills and iron pills and I had to take that and stuff. I actually take take some of that to this day, but um the gate it was giving me the pills and stuff and hoping that it worked, they was giving me like stems. I had all types of machines and stuff they did they would give me. I had to put on my leg at night just to try to help the healing process. Um now, about I came back, that was spring ball. So I probably came back because I missed the Alabama game. I missed the first, I missed the first three games of that. 
my my red shirt sophomore year, but which would have been my junior, my my straight up junior year, which was my red shirt sophomore year. So I um came back after like the first three games with a soft with a soft cast on my leg. So if, if y'all see like my old pictures and stuff like that, I, I actually was playing with the soft cast on. Um I played the rest of that year with a soft cast on. So once again, got PNC playing the game against Ohio State. Scored touchdowns against Wisconsin. Like, you mean, I, I was doing my thing, but um, there was a lot of stuff going on in between that. Um, at the end of that season, I just felt as though something wasn't right. So I'm like, it's, it's, it's not right. I'm still hurting. I got to take an ibuprofen 800 every time I step on the field or I can't really get in the field. Wow. I can't do this for the rest of my life. I had to take an ibuprofen 800 every time I stepped on the field. I had to do the same thing. That was the only, that was the only way my joint would, would let me Run. Let me run. If I, if I take an 800, I couldn't play. So it would literally numb my, like that 800 numb me. That was my life. Like that was, people ain't know I was off of ibuprofen on the field. Like for real, I had to be numbed up <laughs> for me to play. So um, I'm like, something wrong. So at the end of that season, I'm like, before I go into this next year, because this is going to be my third year of eligibility. So after this, I know I'll be able to do whatever. Um, but I want to make sure everything good because I don't want to go into the season again, have to take ibuprofen for every game, every practice and stuff. So I didn't want to talk to our trainers and stuff because y'all been telling me for a year and some change now, everything cool, do this, do that, and it's still cool. I told my mom, let's set up an appointment with a specialist. She got a specialist out there in Philly. I went home, I came home to see the specialist. Specialist did my x-rays and all that. Came out with my mom from contestants. I mean, she was right there. He said two things. He said, either one, we could try to do another, another surgery. So instead of you having that rod in there, we could do a graft. We could take bone from your hip and graft it over the spot since it's not healing all the way. We could try to close it up like that. He said, but it's not a hundred percent chance that it's gonna heal all the way still. He said either that or you can't play no more. I said, I ain't playing no more. I ain't about to keep doing so. I had two surgeries already. I ain't about to have another surgery. You know what I'm saying? So I had to make that tough decision to not play no more. And that was it. So a lot of people be at, anyway, we're going to get to the mat. I know you ain't going to get to the mat thing, which is cool, but that ain't had nothing to do with me not playing football anymore. You know what I'm saying? It was it was my leg. To this day, I got a ride from my knee to my ankle, three screws in my leg. I can't. I don't play ball. I don't do nothing athletic. I mean, I can do a little bit, but after a while, that's hurting. So yeah, that's that's that. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. What was your what was your mindset? Uh, like, what was your, your thought process when you like getting yourself prepared for not playing ball no more? You played all your life. So so the so the question is, how did you prepare mentally when you had to make that tough decision? Jeez, um, it was crazy, man. So look, he told me that. I expected, for one, I expected. I expected him to say something. You got to stay off and for this amount, or you got to do this, and you'll be cool. But I expected, for one. So I'm like, man, so it kind of hit me like, my mom, like, man. He's like, all right. I told her, I'm like, I kind of felt that. Man. I'm like, I felt for a long time my joint never was going to help. So she's like, all right, it is what it is. You got to do what it is, whatever. So I'm like, I'm going to finish. You know, I'm going to continue to go to school. And all that. I ain't tell, I ain't even tell at the time we had new coaching. So we had Bill O'Brien and them because the whole thing with Joe Pa had passed and Sandusky had passed. So at the time we had um, Bill O'Brien. So I didn't um I didn't even tell him. I, I knew I was done though. 
But I'm like, I ain't gonna tell them because I'm gonna try to finish out the school. Yeah, at least try to finish out school. Um, that's yeah. And but riding back to Penn State, I drove back by myself. And that was the first. I was just driving. I remember I cried. That was, I, that was the only time I. That was the only time I cried though. But I'm driving back. And I'm just like, dang, this joint over. Like I didn't play all my life. You dig what I'm saying? And this joint is over. So it was just like I cried a little bit. And I suck that joint up. At the end of the day, it is what it is. I, ain't, I don't ever really harp too much. I cried one time ever about me not playing football. How did the uh, How did the coaches take it when you told them that you wasn't going to be able to play no more? This is funny. This is now. This is his own story of his own. This is funny because it's out there today. It's out in the news today. Um, I think you look at my name and say like Curtis Drake's dismissal, something fraud. Now, I will tell y'all about this, and this actually, um, it's another report that's out there that's not in the front page, now, but a, a reporter called me to get my story. So let me tell you, Bill O'Brien, we ain't rock with him. Nobody at Penn State rock with Bill. He came in on some real um, arrogant, we from the league, sort of, um, we don't want to, we don't be wanting to take it there, but just on some, you know. I don't mean, yeah, we ain't gonna take it there, but he was, we, we wasn't feeling this energy from nobody. Um, and man, it actually was cool. I was the first person he called when he got the job at Penn State. I'm the first player he called. Come, I just want you to tell everybody, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to, I'm the first player he called, Bill O'Brien. Before he even got put on, I don't even know he had my, my phone ring. It's Bill O'Brien. I just want you to let the team know, boom, boom, I know you. Who you at? Boom, boom. He get there. He on my top. It's it's my it's my ex because you know he, the, the wide receiver. Yeah. It's my ex. I think I forgot who played um ex at the time for for the Patriots when he when he came. But he was this my ex. This such and such. <laughs> he was on my top. And um one day he just switched up. And we ain't never had nothing. We ain't never had no nothing, right? But now what it came down to, and we ain't even get to listen was the whole McCoy situation. That's he quarterback coach. You know what I'm saying? Bill mm. O'Brien, even though he's the head coach, he's the quarterback coach. Mm. He, so, since we're here, we might yeah. as well just tell the whole story. Since we since okay. we're there. Okay. So tell the story about you and Matt. Oh yeah, so um me and Matt, we just had it was all right, so long story short. We had an altercation on the field. Um we was getting ready for bowl practice. We, we was in bowl practice, we were getting ready for the bowl game. Um I did a slant. I might have ran a slant. He just to throw it in the context, he was having a bad practice all practice. Um, me and Matt always was good, always was on good terms, never had nothing up until this point. Um I ran a slant, he threw the ball, he get picked off. Mind you, we in practice. It is what it is, we practicing. The coach, man, that was a bad pass. Everybody know, even me, I'm like, anyway, I tried to try to squeeze that joint in there, he was there, boom. So I'm not, you know, nobody thinking of nothing other, but as I'm running back, he they on his top about throwing the bad pass. He on my top. So you know, we competitive. We, we in the, I'm like, what you mean? Nah, you shouldn't do it. Nah, nah, nah. We talking about football. But then he gets uh I kick it, nah, whatever, you ain't tough, nah, nah, nah. So I'm like, damn, nah, we we talk about football. So which was cool too. I'm like, all right, let's get it done. So like, you know, but on the field, we all got we got equipment on everybody out here. Nobody gonna get hurt. 
For real, for real. So I'm trying to go at him a little. I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying to go at him um, in practice and all that. Everybody, the coaches, no, 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 the players, don't chill. They breaking us up. But he's talking, he popping his fly though. So I'm like, man. And mind you, it's the end of practice, so we ain't even get no chance to cool off. Right. It was towards the end of practice. I think we was just about to go to runs or whatever. We doing our last little drill till we run. So I'm like, damn. So he had me high a little bit. So I'm like, all right, bro, I'm going to let you get off the show. And um, <laughs> we did our little runs and stuff. And uh, we was kind of, you know, I was, I, was, I was cool for the most part. I wasn't really on it, but I, I still was feeling it or whatever. So afterwards, um, Terrell Golden, he actually used to play number four for us. He played wide on He was nice. Rel was our one of the assistants at the time. He came back and was assistant for it. I remember going off the field. We about to go in the locker room. He he come jogging to me. He put his arm. Oh, what's up, man? We good, man? Like you know, like trying. Yeah. I'm like, we good, right? You think about what we good. We chilling and all that. Um. He like, I just want to make sure we good and all that. So he actually walked me over to my locker. We good, man. I'm like, we good, man. And he said, all right. He go about his business. So I'm taking my tape off, taking my gloves off, and all that. And as I'm walking, I will I will be honest. I ain't necessarily had to throw my stuff in the trash at that time, but it was one of them drones where his locker, his locker is diagonal. I mean, his locker, the, the trash can was in the middle of our lockers, which is diagonal. You know what I'm saying? So I um take my tape off and stuff, and I'm walking to the trash can, right in the trash can. But I wanted to see was we. He wanted to check his energy. What the situation was like. He wanted to see the smoke was over. It's done with now. Did the smoke pass? (laughs) Smoke's still here. So I'm walking, put my stuff in the long story short. Put my stuff in the trash can. He had his locker sitting down, put his tape on. He looked up. He kept eye. I said, You good? He said, Huh? I said, You good? Me, me, all that we was going. He was with it. He said, What? He hops right up, throw his hands up. So he walked into me with his hands up. So I'm like, I'm taking my seat, bro. I'm like, oh, so I throw my hands up. Now, <laughs> we in the locker room, y'all. So we got, the reason I, a lot of people think this was me, I got in trouble. So I, we didn't get, I, we did, neither one of us got in trouble. Um, but he threw his hands up. So now we at each other. He swings. So he swings. I dips it. Hit him up. I ain't punching him enough, and I hit him up. And when I hit him up, I was talking trash to him. I had him like against the locker talking trash or whatever. Um, I think I was just, I mean, I, I'm, I was smaller than him, so I think I was, I'm, I'm 180, bro, you can't even move. I thought I was talking, you know, I was just talking trash. Yeah, I'm just talking breezy to him. I wasn't going to hit him or nothing. I just, you know, we were going to be a little tussle until somebody break it up. And he got his arm up and, um, and like, stop me. Like, as I had him tussled up, yeah, he, he like, stop me. And, it was, it was like, ah, I forgot, you black, where, I, you blacked yeah, off, I forgot blacked where I was off. at. From there, I'm like, dang, so he saw me, and I think I, like, tossed him over, and once I tossed him, whatever, he, he was scrambling and get up, I caught him with him. And I ain't mean to, like, I was just trying to get my hip back. <laughs> I was trying to get my hip back. No, you hear the shit? You're looking at it like, I'm just, dang, you hit me, I'm about to get my hip back. So I wasn't one of them drones, but I'm looking like, I'm about to knock him out. But it was like, I'm going to get my hip back. Like, I'm like, oh, man. So I hit him. Like he was knocked out. Yeah, Cold. UFC. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so I was, that joint was a little scary though. I'm like, man, I hope he don't die nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? So right. um, he was out. Um, now 
when somebody get knocked out and stuff like that, because it's fights, people fight all the time. Man. Right. There's always people fight. Mm. But when somebody get knocked out, man, you got to call the ambulance. When you got to call the ambulance, you got to, the police got, you got to have the police report and all that. So when they had to call the MT for him, of course, the police got to come to do a job. So we had actual whole, like everybody that was in that locker room, because there was still people coming in from the field, still coaches coming in, still people coming in off the field. There was only a certain amount of people in the locker room at the time. Right. And everybody that was there had to write a, had to put a statement. Like everybody had to, in there with the cops, put their statement down. Like this was a movie, y'all. Uh, mm-hmm. Write their statement down, what happened? And that's what kind of declared the whole journal, because everybody said, he swung, I mean, Drake, and so once once it came out that oh he did swing on you and this and that, it was just like all right well what happened happened. Now I didn't play in the um, at the time we had scrap. Now I forget scrap real name. I'm sorry y'all, but he was our um, one of our D back coaches. He was the intern coach for Joe Pa when Joe Pa when they let Joe Pa go because of the whole scandal. He was the intern before Bill O'Brien got there. That was my dog. But we knew that wasn't y'all just here just filling in. My between my league, which they didn't know about, but between my league and just the whole situation, you think what I'm saying? I didn't want to, I didn't want to play. I'm like, I'm chilling until we get until we get these new coaches, until this whole transition go about. I mean, it's complete. I'm cool. So that's the only reason I play in the bowl game and, and scrap. So he scrap. Bagged me. I ain't gonna lie. And I kind of regret a little bit not playing because I should have played for him. But he begged me to play in that bowl game. I just like, no, I'm good. I'm done. I'm chilling until next season. Right. And it was just more so because I'm like, it just was a lot. Like, we just had to go through all that. The live room just went crazy. News, all that. I just didn't want to deal with, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to deal with nothing. I'm like, he can't play. I ain't playing. I don't want to be there. I don't just, I don't feel like dealing with him. That was the only reason. So I never got in trouble. Never. So to go back to Bill O'Brien, this is why I never got in trouble with that. Mind you, I told you we had scrap there at the time. Bill O'Brien wasn't there. Right. Boom, everything cool. I ain't gonna you mean. I ain't go to the bowl game. I chill. Scrap respected it. They went to the bowl game. They did what they did. Next season coming along. Like I said, I'm 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 good. Bill calling me. I'm coming. Let's get let's get it. Da da da. He get here, we good. We practicing, we good. Probably like a weekend, he just start changing. Boy, damn, I ain't acting crazy. So he just, I just, you could just see, he started acting funny. So, next thing I know, um, he like, um, yeah, we going, we going, we going, we think we just going, we going, going to put you on defense at corner, out of nowhere. So you gonna put me on defense? Like we, I had, I'm in the meeting with him. He called me in. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we just trying to make some boom boom. So I'm gonna put you in a corner, like, and he's he trying to kick it like me. You, you got your side boom boom. You athletic. You you going to the league? But I'm, I'm like, the coach, the coach <laughs> is like, that's our best offensive player. What you putting him at corner for? So then I started peeping, like, hearing, oh, you heard about, oh, matching man. I forgot you quarterback coach. Oh, he told you what happened. Oh, now you got something against me now because it's your man. Once I peeped that, now mind you, I told y'all I already knew about my league and all that. I already knew what was going on. Once I peeped that, 
once again with the team with the test, we had got it. We we had got it. We had gotten to a little something on in, in one of the um, meetings. The, the whole team there. I'm talking about the whole team there, the whole organization. I'm right at it, right at it, front, front, front of this everybody, right at it. Because now I'm blow, I'm, I blew up. Because like I'm already right, my leg. You coming here acting crazy, and we peeping your whole energy. We ain't liking that. So I got the chance to blow up on him. I blew up on him in front of everybody. I'm talking about. I'm ready to fight him. You know me. I blew up on you. What you said to me, man? I'm just um bunch of MF for we ain't we ain't you ain't ish, we ain't scared of you. You ain't, Be- you ain't Belichick. You know Belichick. He just thought he was that, bro. I'm talking about he thought he was that. Like, I'm like, damn, like I understand, like, but we still grown men at the end of like we grown at the end, and not only that. This is our program. We got this joint rocking. Like, you lucky this happened with Joe. You wouldn't even be here. We was rocking. He came in trying to really big dog and run. Like, I was never <laughs> with that. So I'm talking about, I'm adding, bro. Adding, like, the, the whole um, weight, the, our weight coaches and all that had to pick me up, take me out the, out the joint and all that. So from there, he um, he was a nut after that. He ain't one. He, he couldn't look at me in my eyes or nothing. Like, he was a nut after that. And, and from there, I, um, I had told him, I don't even think I told him. I didn't even tell him. I had told um which coach was it? I had told what Larry Johnson? I might have told, told Coach Johnson or whatever, like me and my lady must I can't even boom. I'm gonna just go ahead and um I'm gonna stay in class, do what I need to do in class and all that, but I can't really play no more. So that was my whole oh, so, oh boom, all right. So I'm like, I can't play no more, I'm staying in class. I stayed for the summer. So I finished out the summertime and then I um then I left. So I finished well no, my girl, I had a girl at the time. All right, boom. My girl was there. So I stayed for the summer. I finished out the summer classes. And um I chalked it. So I'm, I'm done. Um I ain't wasn't going to no more classes and all like that. You know, I can't play football no more. My girl was um living there, still there. She played soccer at the time. So I was rocking out. I'm up there with her, um, trying to figure it out. Now it's like, you mean I'm like, I can't play football. Life at the now sports. like, what I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. Crazy thing is, Andrew Corliss had called me. Once he figured out I couldn't play no more, he found out I couldn't play for my lady. He had called me. And that's how I got into the whole music thing, which we'll probably catch up to. But that's how the next part of my um, my life had, 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 had begun. But um, that whole thing, yeah. So long story short, Bill O'Brien to this day, I just talked to Jalen Strong not too long ago. You know, he played for the Texans. To this day, Bill O'Brien, but like, out of everybody, I'm the only person he would fight. Like, he'd be bad. Like, he'd be like, he told Jay, like, you know what he told me? He told me he'd kill me. <laughs> Jay said, he told me, you know, Perry told me he'd kill me. Like, he did, bro. So, but, um, so he, he, he used it. Instead of him being a hundred and letting him, you know what I mean, he, he decided to, to go ahead and because I'm, I'm done, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I can't play no more. He decided to go ahead and just let it go. His lady messed up, so it's not that I'm just putting the story out there. He made it. No, I, I let him go. Um, he um he stopped going to class, so we had to like no, I stopped going to class because I was done. You mean I ain't? I can't. It, it's over. With. Right. I finished off the summer. Um, I can't play no more. I'm done. You, you dig what I'm saying? But instead of him putting it out there like that, he put it out there. No, I let him go because he wasn't. So, like I said, I got a call from a um a reporter probably a 
a couple weeks um, after his story had went out. Like, man, what's going on? Like, I want to know the real, and I had told him, so that's somewhere on Google. But yeah, that was it. I ain't never, um, I ain't never get in trouble for the fight. Um, I did leave school because of, um, I guess you could say grades, but I, I told her I, I gave up. It was, yeah. over, it was over. So technically it would be grades, but I know I couldn't play no more. Mm. So it was one of those things like it was almost like a um a forfeit by me. You know what I'm saying? So that's the that's the that's the inside on why why I don't play and what happened with that whole situation. No, but while we're here, I don't know how much of it you can really speak on. Just speak about like your memories of Joe Potter, you said he gave you a lot of encouragement early when you got to Penn State and mm-hmm. talk about like how, what was what was the energy around the team when all the scandal stuff was going on? How did y'all feel? How did y'all take it? Um <laughs> it was another movie. That whole Penn State experience was just a whole movie for me from a couple years, but um we didn't know. So the funny thing about the whole Sandusky thing is he would be riding the little bike. Join an elliptical every morning. So when we go for training, when we go weight, weight, um, lifting, whatever, six in the morning, five in the morning, he in that joint with a newspaper, riding a bike. But we never knew who he was. But you know, we just like, all right, he probably a anybody like St- you know, staff he, member, yeah, anything. <laughs> so we like, all right, we used to always see him, so always say what's up to us. But we ain't never came no mind, nobody never had no extended conversation with him or nothing like that. So. We was on, what that was, spring break or something when it came, I think I was on spring break when it came out. We was like the beginning of spring break, just about to go to Miami. And um, a boy called me, one of the one of the, frat, one of the fraternity boys, white boy, he called me, like, hey, what you think about, um, what you think about this Sandusky thing? I'm like, Sandusky thing, what's that? I'm like, no, I'm like, what's that? He's like, look at the news. I look on the news, the whole draw. We like, that's the boy that be in the in the weight room every morning. Like, oh, wow. He's like, man, that's the boy that he just probably be watching us while we be working out and stuff. Like, because he used to be there every morning. So we like, you know what I'm saying? So he didn't. He wasn't a coach, a current coach at the time. Yo, they're going to use a coach or something like that. Yeah, no, uh, he, he wasn't a coach. He wasn't a coach. The last time they said he was a coach was in 97. Mm. So the thing is, they knew about this. That this, this the reason Joe Pye really got in trouble is because honestly, they knew it was allegations about Bull and what he was doing. Instead of them outing Joe Pye took him off the staff, but kept him around the program, gave him this little. The little, the little joint he was doing with the kids. You feel what I'm saying? He, mm-hmm. They, they made sure he got that little, um, whatever charity thing he was doing with the kids. But that was actually his little, his little ring. That, should, that, should, that was what he used to do what he was doing. So that's where that was. That's where Joe Pop, Joe Pop really um, dropped the ball on that one because he could have just got him about it and he, he shouldn't even have been around. So if anything, I would say, yeah, if he if he was guilty of anything, it was just trying to stick up for for a guy that he shouldn't have been trying to stick up for. But that was Joe Pye's character. Joe Pye never anything that was in house, he always wanted to keep in house, even with the players. Okay, like you had to do something crazy for Joe Pye to out you and kick you off the team. He always, bro. We had so much wild things that happened 
on the team, but he'd keep it in the house. He would right. never put it out into the media. And I feel like he did the same in that situation. He didn't want to out him into the media. He just wanted to try to keep it in the house and that backfired on him. You know what I'm saying? But no, good. No, but but he was on. He was a good, he was he was cool. Now Sandusky, like I said, Sandusky, once all that happened, movie, I'm talking about hundreds of reporters every day. Just just outside of our building. We walk in there and just hundred, they want to ask, try to get anything out of us that they can get about the situation. But like I said, we didn't really know the ball at all. We ain't knowing. So um yeah, people had to misconstrue like he was coaching and we didn't know him. We ain't we didn't know him at all. We never coached us. Now before we before we get to the end of this, we wanted to ask you about, you know, um, your memories about Adrian. We know that you was, re- you was related to, you said, First Cousins. Yeah, it's funny because, uh, oh, <laughs> it was funny. It's funny because um, he the reason why I went to Temple. Mm-hmm. He, the, he the reason why I committed to Temple before you go is you talk about mm-hmm. it. Um, and, you know, he was my, he was actually, my host on my recruiting visit. He the reason why I decommitted from West Virginia and went to Temple, you know what I'm that's saying? That's so, uh, you know, talking to him, telling him, you know, about the Catholic League, who he played with, stuff like that. He like, and, uh, you know, I'm telling you about, uh, like, our little battles with West Catholic. And, uh, yeah, we, we, had, we had some dogs in the league, uh, Curtis Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Yo, that's my folks. Mm-hmm. So, what? So you know, he said, oh, that's really my cousin. I'm like, you lying. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> you lying. lying. You're not from Philly. <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you 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 from. Right, so, right. Uh, 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 you know, the season come around, it's our freshman year. And you know how the, the yeah, media yeah, joint, yeah. And like the, the relation between the, the players and stuff like that. And you actually, like, you really came out of yeah. his cousin. Like, yeah. long story short, he was my daughter, like, that was my brother. He was like, he was really like, you know, because I, I ain't red shirt my freshman year either. So I played. Yeah. He was really like my my family, dog. That was like, that was my folks, man. So uh, yeah, talk about you know what I'm saying, talk about A Rod. Rest in peace, A Rod. That was my that was my kin. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. He used to always be hype, how proud of you, hype and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's his right hand. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so yeah, AJ, um, that was my cousin. He played for Temple. Um, that was my dog. People don't. Me and AJ. That was that was that was like. Um, I don't know if y'all ever had that cousin or friend or just anybody that growing up that was almost like your your rival. Mm. But it was, this is my cousin. But before before Paz ever even came into play. He'll tell you, we out on the street. We pulled a pole, me and AJ, me versus AJ. That was the quarterback. That was it all the time. And he did, he, he did live in Harrisburg. He's from Philly. He was from Philly. He was from the block was where we from, on Hobart Street, 59th and Masters. But his mom took him to um, Harrisburg, of course. But he ain't never wanted to live in Harrisburg. He always wanted to be in Philly. Um, like I said, anytime I go to Harrisburg, I used to stay with him. I used to stay with him and the little Avery. I used to stay at the crib all the time. They had the big backyard. So it was just that was it was just rival with anything. Fighting. I'm talking about we fought a million times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we fought a million times. We um 
basketball, football, just everything. That was just, it was just, I mean, that was my competition because we was the most, I would say, probably athletic. Um, and we was close to the same age, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we probably made each other, to tell you the truth. We probably kind of made each other when it came to um, our competitiveness and all that. Because, like I said, he, he could contest to it. Before pads, we even know about pads. We going hard on the street, man. Me versus him, you know what I'm saying? Like, facts, bro. Facts. So, that was my dog now. Um, it was a tragedy, you know. He had took his life. Um, but a lot of, a lot of that it had to do with um, CTA, which a lot of people ain't know about. Yeah. He um, he had CTA real bad. Um, so, once he did take his life and they did the autopsy and stuff, his brain was swollen real bad um, from playing football all his life and stuff like that. So my aunt got a big check from the NFL. I mean, she's still getting money from the NFL for that. Um, so yeah, I, 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 you know. It, so what is this person, if you can just elaborate on, on who he actually was for real? Yeah, outside the field, AJ was, um, he was just a, he was a good guy, you know what I'm saying? He was probably, he probably was one of the most genuine, you mean, guys you probably meet, you know what I'm saying? Just on some goofy, genuineness, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Just real goofy, real genuine with it, though. Um, and that's 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 it. Like goofy, but genuine is it's him. It's goofy, goofy, goofy. But real fam, real loving, love you to death. Especially if you if you family, he's gonna love you to death. But goofy, like I just can't goofy. It's goofy, just goofy, bro. huh? Goofy, bro. Yeah. I like my big little brother. Like I used to call him my big little bro. He used to try to take all my chicks at school. Yeah, he was somebody who had fun. It was just always fun laughing times with with it. It wasn't nothing um nothing, man. He was a good guy, bro. He was a real good guy. He was a real good guy. I ain't never known him personally, but you know, as an offensive lineman, watching this dude spin moves, getting oh, sacks, he was amazing to watch, yeah, you know bro, what I mean? He was, he was like a natural naturally talented boy was like first uh dude I see inside he hitting backflips and cracking his little heads on. Yeah. Yeah. Freak ass, huh? He's a freak. 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 He's for real, for real. Mm. Yeah. No, I just want to switch gears. I know we got a little sad for a second, but um, let's just talk about who is Curtis Drake now? Um, now, I say I'm just um a guy out here trying to um trying to trying to make a way, not necessarily make a way as far as for me for myself, because I I feel as though I got um. I kind of got it together as far as my vision, what I want from life, um, what's my goals now, you know. Let's talk about, about it. Yeah, Let's talk um, about it. So yeah, I just I'll just say um an artist, an entrepreneur. Um when I say artist, 
with this music thing, because now I, I'm into the whole music lane and stuff like that, but um, engineer, produce, record myself, but um, I want to be a CEO, you know what I'm saying? I want to I wanna be a, 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 a Coach P, uh, you mean somebody like that, like a QC, like at the end of the day. So that's that's where I'm at with it. I'm just a home, I'm a hustler, man. Football, football taught me a lot. Um, football is still so much into me that I was able and that I am able to carry on in real life. Um, but one thing about me, I'm 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 a fighter, that's for sure. I keep going. Um we good. We we, we pushing, we making, we making things happen. I'm sticking to my plan. Um and like I said, one day I just I want a production company doing this and that. You know, I'm in Atlanta now. So I've been living in Atlanta for the last three years now. Um, and what made you move down there? Well, the music, the music actually made me move down there. So you know, that's the that's the home of the music right now. That's the the, the, um, the Black Hollywood, so so to say. Um, so I felt as though if I wanted a shot at a real shot at the industry, um, whatever I was doing, I had to be out there to really you know, get that chance. And um, it's been working out. I've been running a bunch of people. I've been connected with so many people, so many artists. Um, if I name y'all some top-notch celebrities that I deal with on a daily basis and be around, people wouldn't even believe me. But um, yeah, Atlanta was a was a great move for me for what I'm trying to do and what I'm continuing to do. So um, yeah, just stay tuned. I just tell people just stay tuned. Follow me on the gram if you want to see. But we making it happen, you know. Plug, plug, plug the music, plug the the Instagram, so they can be able to find. Yeah, well, I've been I've been doing the music thing, but that's not my. Mm-hmm. That ain't my my that ain't it for me. You feel what I'm saying? I kind of me being an artist, um, I would say it was kind of like forced on me, just because I like to play with music and I like to rap and stuff like that. So it was kind of and then, you know, females to give you the whole you got the image and the look. So I did that kind of just to get my foot in the door to get seen a little bit, to get around the people I need to get to. But like I said, my whole thing is um, behind the scenes, engineering, producing, um, connecting the dots. I'm a quarterback on and off the field, bro. Mm. But I take that mentality with me everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm quarterback in this thing right now. So are you looking for, like, talent? Are you, like, trying to – find people to, to produce or or you already got a bunch of people you work with already? Um no, right now I kinda got a few guys who um that's 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 more so like family but that I'm about to try to do some things with and um and they actually out here so I wanna get them to Atlanta and, and start getting them on the right track as far as um getting the music out there, getting the um getting the production done, getting the visuals and stuff done. And he's he's my young guys. So I got a couple guys that I got under the wing that we about to start um pushing a little bit. But um no, I ain't looking for too much because right now you gotta for one one thing you gotta build your um your base before you can do anything. So I think we have building a, a base right now and making sure that's that structure right and solid. Um and money, you feel me? Money is um can't do nothing without money. Can't do nothing without it. So with that being said, that's what we have right now. We just we getting the funds together. And once the funds get together, the 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 um the outlets is there. 
the connections, you know what I'm yeah. the connections and stuff is there. So yeah, we 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 on the right path. It's just, it take time. Everybody timing is different and things like that. But we on the right path. We definitely on the right path. Did you leave anything out? This is the part of the interview I asked you. Did you? Is there anything you want to say or say to somebody or get off your chest? No, no. Um, I just hope that you know. I've been getting a lot of questions about why I don't play football no more and just just what happened with that whole situation. I hope I cleared it up for folks. Um, so like I said, I don't play football no more because I got a ride in my leg from my knee to my ankle, and that's the only reason I don't play football no more. If it wasn't for that. When nobody can stop me from being on the field, you know what I mean? So, yeah, let's, let's clear that up. <laughs> that's, that's the reason. Right um, at this point, we want to ask you, can you recommend us three athletes, preferably three Philly legends, who you want to see us sit down with an interview? Okay. I don't know if it's possible, but I do want to get um, John Maddox up here. Mm. I do... I do Think if we y'all can get in contact with John, that would be a good one. Um, I want to go to. I want to go. I want to go to track. I want to go to track. I want to get. I think y'all need to highlight a guy named Jamar Jones, and you can look him up when you get a chance. And you get a chance, but he went to ENS, and he's um. One of the, the, the greatest 800 and 400 meter runners that the city's seen. Mm. And he actually played football for Oakland um, growing up. His size is what kept him from playing, but he was, that was the, he was the Michael Jordan of Oakland when I was born, when I first got to Oakland. Mm. Jamar Jones was the Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Oakland. So that's somebody that I think. He got a great story. Um, he's still in the city. He should be. Okay. And, and too many people don't really know about that, but he's a he's a great athlete, and I think he's a legend. To me, he's a legend for sure. Um, and number three, I want, I want basketball. Man. I'm trying to think of a ball player. Um. Carefully guy, public league guy. Mm-hmm. Roman guy, Newman guy. You want to get Lee Wayne's up here? No. You need Lee Wayne's up here. Definitely need him. I'm going to basketball, so I'm going to say Lee Wayne's, Roman Kevin. And he's actually another um, West Oak Wayne product. So, yeah. Yeah, man. We want to thank you, man, for, for coming up, doing Into the Boundary, man, showing us love, man. You're a legend, bro. I appreciate that, boss. Thank Definitely you. Legend, thank man. you, man. Good for having me. They say you a half-man, shut up and dribble. Finish your career, you stuck in the middle. Figured it out, then you stuck with the riddle. Broke your body down, got stuck in the spittle. Might have had pro dreams, and you made it to the top. Might have make it to the lead, but you made it up the block. Well, they were screaming your name. They were screaming your name.